Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. You can stay on your feet if for a moment. I could start anywhere, but I'm going to go back to our text. Would you stay on your feet? If you're not on your feet and you can, stand. Jesus is right, Dr. D. Jesus is right. Amen. Jesus is Lord. Stand up, stand up, stand up, stand. Stand, 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 stand. And we're looking at verse 21, Isaiah 30. Is that correct? And verse 21, taking our text out of there, just for the sake of remaining where we are. We're going to teach, this is the way, walk ye in it. The fifth session. Are you there? Ready? We're all going to read it together. Go. And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee saying, This is the way. Walk ye in it. When you turn to the right hand, And when you turn to the left, hold the Bibles above your head. Hold them up high, whether even if it's technological Bible or iPad, iPhone, I I will. (laughs) This is the Word of God. God. Not an opinion, not not tradition, not not subject to debate. debate. He's alive. God said... I believe and that settles it I am who he says I am I have what he says I have and as I believe today I can do what he says I can do now if you believe it set the Bible down and shout with the victory like you've never shouted in your life You may be seated. The word of God is clear regarding our citizenship through the new birth in the kingdom of the dear son. When we were born of God, we were born the second time, we were born again. A beginning of an infinite 
change started in us. So we can also continue to being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. So he clearly teaches us that we who receive them, as many as received him, how many received him? Put your hand on yourself like that. You received him. To them gave he, the King James says, power. The original word is exousia or authority. Authority does not fail to grasp power. I'm going to say that again. Authority given by God has the ability to claim or grasp dunamis supplied by God. And so as many as received it, to get, them gave he legal right or spiritual jurisdiction or divine authority to become or grow up to be sons of God. How many of you know that's what the apostle John in his gospel said? How many would like to be sons of God? We know that the teaching of Paul is very clear that the infancy of our new birth desires the sincere milk of the word. And yet the addiction of our spiritual growth requires strong food. I'm going to stop till somebody looks like they're happy in here. Does anybody think the Lord will change you today? Isn't that right? That's what it says. As many as received them to them gave he power to become sons of God. Well, what do you mean? We received them already. Aren't we sons of God? Well, when you're born of God and you're a child, you're a babe, you desire the sincere milk of the word that you may shout that word. Shout it again. Shout it again. So I don't have to make a case for the fact that when you get born again, that's the end. Because the, you just said the case that that's the beginning. So, so don't come to these kind of meetings expecting to leave the way you came. The word meat there is the English word for food also. The the King James word for food. Strong food. Not baby formula. Which by the way you will never lack for if you have a baby. 
Are you catching this? Now, not, not, just, not just milk, not just baby formula, but strong food belongs to those who through use. Actually, the original word said through habitual implementation of the word of God. You're addicted to the truth. You don't just give God 50 minutes on Sunday morning. childhood desire of the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby what happens when you grow then through your addiction your dependence your commitment and your very life in him and him in you the word of the living God glory to God glory to God glory to God glory to God Have your senses exercised. Isn't that what the scripture says? Can I quote the Bible to people that know the Bible? Strong meat or strong food belongs to those who through use or habitual use have their senses exercised to discern between good and evil. Senses. What do you mean? Sight. Hearing. Taste. Touch. You, 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 mean, you mean the word of the living God moved into every aspect of your being and got into what people call your outward earth suit and began to see in a way that is discerning and hear in a way that detects. And when the enemy quotes the word, you know the motive behind the quote, just like Jesus knew that it was a temptation. Not a direction. I'm going to stop till somebody shouts with the victory today. Isn't that true? How many of us have said, Doctor, I want to grow more? And so here. If, 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 if we're, we're going to just look at what we just read, this word behind you, you hear a voice behind you, you know, we know is similar to accompanying you, like the signs that accompany the believer. So, so at, like the inner man, like, like you know, so this, this, this truth, this word from God is of course consistent with as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they're what? As many as what? As many as what? 
Not as many as say, yeah, that's the truth, but I ain't going to do anything about it because I'm a realist. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, there is no knowledge that is of any effect if I don't do anything with it. But if God has revealed it, I'm going to step out on it and allow Him to demonstrate that He is more than enough to change. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. This week, you're crossing over to the other side. You're, you're getting to the point of... You're breaking through. But not only, not only situationally, not only locationally, not only uh, um, provisionally, but substantially in the very caliber and quality of your being. You're being lifted by God to another dimension. If you believe Him and allow Him... Preach! As many as what? By the Spirit of God, they're the sons of God. Well, how are we going to be led? Here you go, whether you go to the left or you go to the right, there's gonna, you're gonna be led forth with peace. When there's no peace, there's gonna be a restriction of the Holy Spirit. When there's peace, there's gonna be full, full, full elimination of anything that hinders and the ability for you to run the race set before you, looking unto Jesus. The time has come for the body of Christ to demonstrate that we're not beggars, that we are citizens of the kingdom of God. I'm gonna stop till somebody mm. Mm. so strong food is for utilizers of the word of God who are addicted who have a habitual use utilization of the truth we know this is what the doubt and unbelief says but we know this is what the word says so we go with what the, what the word says because he is our savior and our deliverer therefore he is a light unto our path and he is he illuminates our direction and we go where the, the light of the lord says and we go even when we don't understand because we're going like abraham went not knowing whither he went we go in the dirt knowing that nothing in this world will overpower us when we're being directed by the king of glory oh i hear a shout Did I tell you you may be seated? Have you been standing all this time? Since we read that verse? All right. We're citizens. We were born, as many of us as were baptized into Christ, (laughs) 
have put on Christ. Isn't that right? And we also were, we were baptized into his death. Are you here? It's very important to know because when we were baptized into his death, we were baptized into his victory over everything that used to hound us and dominate us. Because when we were partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, became glory be to God, flesh. And uh, uh, that through death he might destroy him or paralyze him that had the power of death. That is the devil. Look at somebody said had. had. Look at somebody said had. had. He, he, say he had the power of death. Had. Look at somebody else to say he does not have anymore. <laughs> and so when, when we accepted Christ and when I was baptized into his death and I came up, I came up into his resurrection to never die again. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. I'm going to stop for a minute. Many of us here have some loved ones that we call lost. We lost our loved ones. We didn't lose nobody. They, 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 went on, they went on to be with the Lord. Are you listening to me? If they were believers, for them to live is Christ and to die is gain. Glory be to God. Because there's no death for the Christian. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. That's what Christ said. He who lives and believeth in me shall never die. Because when you were baptized into his death, you were baptized to death of the dominion of the old over you. No devil should be able to dominate you. Your feelings should not rule you. Depression should not dominate you. World conditions should not be what is preaching to you. The opinion of the, uh, the naysayer should not be your conviction. The word of the living God is what you believe. He is alive in your being. He is alive in your soul. He is alive in your mind and wind and your emotions. Glory be to God. And that's why you're here today. Because it is the gathering of the champions. So we, when, isn't that true? So let, let me give you, let me give you a verse of scripture. First Peter 2.24. Um, that he took our sins in his body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were shout it yeah. and and so well if i'm baptized into christ i'm baptized into his death what does that mean i'm baptized into the same participation of the victory he gained for me at the cross he gained the victory Completely over the forces of darkness. I could doubt him if I want to, but I'm not stupid. I value the revelation given by God too much to doubt the reliable one and believe the lying adversary. Is there anybody like that in here today? Is there anybody like that here today? 
and so so as many as are led by the spirit of God they're sons of God and um, as many of us as have been addicted to the word of the living God and pursuant of the growth that we may grow thereby we have a a change not only uh, experientially but participationally that change is in the qualitative uh, being of our spirit soul and body change from having been one day very familiar with being down and under to by grace divine ability participating in the nature of God himself being partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corrosion the decay and the corruption that is in the lust that is in the world because these exceeding great and precious promises were not given so we can wait until eternity to participate in them they were given so that we can now be participants or associates with God in his very divine nature and become by grace what he is by nature your nature lifted to another level you know what it's like to be down and under now you're being lifted to realize what it's like to always be the head never always be above never be beneath Excuse me for being a prophet today, but I go for 100% of the people. I go for everybody. And when the Lord puts this kind of insight into my life, and if I see one person that's going to get robbed of it, and I can tell, I'll go after you. Because I don't want you to miss out on something. Don't you ever become a believer in the contradiction of this worldly system more than you are a believer in the provision of your divine Savior. This joy that I have the world didn't give it to me this joy that I have the world didn't give it to me this joy that I have the world didn't give it to me the world didn't give it the world can't take it away this joy that I have the world didn't give it to me no 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 this joy that i have the world didn't give it to me couldn't give me nothing this joy that i have the world didn't give it to me so if if the world didn't give it the world can't take it away this joy that i have 
The world didn't give it to me This joy that I have The world didn't give it to me This joy that I have The world didn't give it to me So if the world didn't give it The world can't take it away feels good. So, so he, he, um, he says to us, as many as received him to them gave he power or authority to become or to grow up to be sons of God. Those that believe on his name etc. He tells us also that the word of, of God belonging to we who habitually, constantly, reverently, faithfully pursue growth in the truth. I don't want some revelation that I'm not going to do anything with it. But if the word of God is a lamp unto my feet it's not there so I could say oh wow look at that lamp it's there so that my feet would take a step and I believe with all of my being that the Lord has called me for a generation in this end time that is going to take step after step in the direction of its adversary driving the enemy to flee on every direction submit yourselves Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Not might, not good, but will. So when we were born of God, and um, also I want to I want to add this: I shouldn't study as much as I do and spend as much time with God. <laughs> and then they, and then I have a session to teach. Can you believe that? Woo! 
living living in the kingdom already no no that's not that's not fantasy and that's that's not subject to dispute right the word of god is very clear talks about he hath delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us to the kingdom of his dear son therefore we are now presently living in the kingdom of his dear son and everything we learn listen to me somebody said no no the kingdom is in heaven no no heaven is his chair earth is his footstool so if his feet are here then the kingdom is here because if the Lord stands on it it's holy ground now now somebody said but doctor our first is going to be far better in heaven well it's going to be far better in heaven for everybody but let's not go from sub-zero to excellence let's at least be close to that finish line so that we can be semi-compatible having been prepared by the Lord glory be to God hallelujah should I stop I, 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 I'm going to give you I count not myself to have apprehended that which is ap- apprehended me but this one thing I do forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto the things which are before that means in front of me I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus Glory to God. Glory to God. And all the Lord is looking for is for us to remember that we're hungry for him. We're thirsty for him. And if we're thirsty, come to me, he says, and drink. Because I'm going to give you so much that it'll be like rivers of living water flowing out of you. Can, can, that means sit down. Recess for a minute. So that we can go back to where we... So, so do you see, we've been transported, translated to the kingdom of his dear son. Well, sure, the measure of our experience is going to be infinitely greater in the, um, in the eternity to come. Infinitely greater. But that in no means justifies a theology that deprives the present... Of the victory of the victor. Let me look on this side. His victory is relevant. To your life's condition. His victory is relevant. To your walk. Your talk. Your call. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And no adversary can undo. The absolute triumph of Christ over death, hell, and the grave. It's already been done. And constantly being distributed and administered to men and women like you and I who are aware of our, um, our 
kinship, our membership in the family of God. Should I stop? Lord. I'm not going to have time to, to uh, continue on what I'm going to say. So I'm going to say it, and you can grab it. You can grab it today. You can grab And by the way, did I, say, did I say already that the highest measure of enablement, of grace, of divine power that you need for your stuff is today did I say that are you following me as I follow the Lord I'm gonna say this Somebody said, well, why don't you read the Bible? I am. Right? I am reading the... Uh, Nicodemus comes to Jesus by night. And he says to him, Rabbi, Rabbi, we know thou art a teacher. We know you are a doctor. That's what that word means. That's, that's, you know that? How many did, knew that? We know you're a doctor. Sent by God. The, the ministry gift of teacher is doctor. This world can't give you what God gives you. Your doctorate's not hanging on your wall. We know you're a teacher come from God for no man can do these miracles which thou doest. Original language, these attesting miracles which you are doing except God be with him. Jesus says, truly, truly I say unto you except a man be born again. He cannot see the kingdom of God. He didn't just say he cannot go to heaven. The subject matter is the miracles. The subject matter is there's no man like you. We know you came from God because you say stuff and it happens. You calm storms, you raise dead, you open blind eyes, you cast out devils. God's with you. God's with you. You're walking in another realm. We're all we're all Pharisees and Sadducees, religious folks. We all have degrees and we all preach sermons and teach lessons, but you're in another realm. God is with you. God is with you. 
these are wild people. I'm trying to shout with the victory. Nicodemus is one of the Pharisees. Does that make sense? A key Pharisee. And he says, we know. Thou art a teacher come from God or a doctor sent by God. Why? Because God is with you. How do we know God is with you? Well, we all preach. We all teach. And we all go through the, the, um, uh, the necessities of the law of Moses according to how we understand it. We're practicing it. In this time. And yet you are completely a different kind of person. For no man can do. These miracles which thou doest. Notice. Notice. uh, Most of the time. We don't understand what you're talking about. You you know. Most of the time. You're parable talking. We, We just. Okay. But, but we can't deny what we're seeing with our eye. We cannot deny the evidence. And, and this world system, listen to me. There is no law against divine healing. Because there is no law that can keep the divine God of the universe from manifesting his will and love. Humanity. He's the sick man healer. In the beginning, God, before a medical doctor. And thank God for the good ones. Before frontline workers. And thank God for the good ones. Before school teachers. And thank God for the good ones. God. Glory be to God. And the word became flesh. And the word dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory of the only begotten of the father. Full of grace and truth. I just believe God. Can I continue along those lines? We know you're a teacher come from God because for no man can do these attesting miracles or these miracles which thou dost except God be with him. Truly, truly I say unto you, you have to be born again except a man be born again. He cannot see. The kingdom of God. The subject matter is what you're seeing is the kingdom. How do we know that that's the truth? Go. Whatever city they receive you. Heal the sick. Eat such things that are set before you. Heal the sick that are therein. Cast out devils. Are you listening? And say the kingdom of God is come nigh to you. See the enemy wants to cancel the church. But the devil's been canceled for 2,000 years. 
rise up and declare the word of the living God. Rise up and offer up the sacrifice of praise. Rise up and magnify your deliverer, your redeemer, your beloved. Glory to God. And stand up as you are a pillar that cannot be moved, a redeemed child of the living God, called to sanctity, called to supernatural endowments of power. And declare the word of God. Declare him with authority. Declare him from the depth of your invisible person. Right through the vocal cords. Right through the eyes to the soul. Right through the touch of the body. Declare that this tabernacle is not empty. It's not confused. God has chosen this to be his house. My God, I feel the power of the Holy Spirit. I love you. I'm going to jump up ahead. Because Nicodemus said, well, how can I, how could a man be born again? How can I be born again? How can an old man be born again? Return his mother's womb and be born. (laughs) And the Lord said, except you be born of the water and the spirit. And then he says this, that which is born of flesh is flesh that which is born of spirit is spirit you must be born again the spirit blows remember the the English said the wind bloweth how many remember it says the wind bloweth the same word pneuma with a p is the word for spirit are you listening to me so the Lord Christ himself talks about The wind as a metaphor, same word, of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit bloweth whithersoever he he listeth, wherever he wants to. And you know not whither he came from and where he goes. You you don't know how he he brews. You don't know how he, you don't know how he flows. You don't know how he directs. Are you listening to me? What's the next word? What's the next word after that? Thou knowest not whether he cometh from and whether he goeth. What's the next word? So is the one that is born of the Spirit. That's what the Lord said. He said when you got born again the second time, you got more. You became more Spirit. You, you, you died 
to the limitations of the first birth and you rose glory be to God to the provision of the resurrection of God and now you're like spirit why because this is the way walk you in it and you go acting like nobody can figure it out and you can't even figure it out but you know that you know that you know It, 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 it's can, can you can you look it up look it up look at it in John for me real quick um, I'm going to have um, Elder Martha you look it up in John Nicodemus talking and so he says the Jesus said the wind bloweth the wind bloweth whithersoever it listeth Thou hearest the sound thereof, but knowest not whither it came from and whither it goes. So is he, or the person, that is born of the Spirit. Did I quote that right? Who's got it? You got it there? Uh, Elder Martha, you got it? Read it out loud. Is that what it is? The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but not cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Period. Period. That's the Lord talking. The Lord said when the Spirit moves... We can't, we can't, we can't, you know, you, you understand, we know he's heavenly, we know he's, he's God, we know, you know, it's just like the natural wind, we know, but, but, but it's similar, but that direction, this is the way walk ye in it, and so is the one born of the spirit, because why, that which is born of flesh is flesh, that which is born of spirit is spirit. You must be born again. If you've been born again, you are spirit. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. I feel the power. And so somebody out there might say, well, Dr. Fush, you're going too far with this because we live in a body. Oh, the body changes the spirit or the spirit changes the body. Talk to me today. No. It is the spirit that changes that which used to be dull and numb and indifferent to the things of God to a sensitized, energized, quickened, revived, healed, whole. 
holds you by grace, you will participate in who he is by nature. So somebody said, well, Dr. Fisher, I can't believe that. Well, wait, 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 wait a minute. Do you believe that you will put on immortality? Do you believe there's going to be a meeting in the air, in the sweet, sweet by and by? Do you believe that? Do you believe the dead in Christ will rise first, then we which are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds? Wait, 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 but you're not willing to put a hook on the fact that you, you leave it indifferent? No, someday you're going to fly, but today? I'm going to stop. Because this is the way walk ye in it is what? As he is, so are we. They took note of them that they had been with Jesus. Told them, don't you preach in that name again. But we stood up and said, whether it be right for us to obey men or to obey God, you choose. We were one day sitting in an upper room just waiting. And the next moment we were standing up declaring. Glory be to God. shadow and people started coming looking for our cloth and people started coming looking for our sermons because our word carried power still carries power today he's alive he's with you he's in you he's on you he's for you and he's Glory, glory, glory. Your spirit, your spirit, are you listening to me? We are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of Christ dwelleth in us. If I preach any more quotes, I'm going to stop. Are you catching that? Let me pull back a little bit. Stretch your hands this way and, and pray for the Lord to help me. Pray in tongues. As we have a wonderful morning gathering. Pray, pray strong.
Okay. Now, did you pray with the intention that we'll be able to encapsulate this instead of the multiply? Did you pray with that intention? Okay, you don't even know. All right, see. Some of you may have prayed a few more hours. It just looks like we may just end up having to do this is the way six. If you are an International Miracle Institute degree holder or alumni grad and you have in your heart a calling and my team can qualify you if you are able to be part of the first century discipleship training in uh, next week's first three days you do not miss the opportunity to allow that transformation to happen to you so that's not an announcement. That's a little bit before I, I get into what I'm talking about. Because right now, I've got so much that that's why we're probably going to end up doing this is the way six. So I don't want to go to Genesis 12 and Hebrews 11 and go all over the place. want to talk to you about this participation in the, and I want to talk to you revel, revelation this is interesting and um, I spent time with God and I, I, I never gave myself any titles some people call me the prophet of performance all over Europe it's because they've had everybody and um, that's, that prophesies, and that's a very well-known person. And um, when I came, I didn't know. I didn't know any better. I just declared things, and in, in, in the same night, they happened. So they said, well, you say things, and they happen. I said, well, I guess maybe that's what we do. So they called a prophet performance. It was a Nigerian mega church pastor that called me the miracle man. Are you here? So I'm, I'm just telling you, people just don't understand. I, my, I know who I am, but I also know the gifting that God has given me. And if I'm going to share with you something here today, it's, you're going to do one of two things. Either grab it, or you're going to throw it down under your feet and do nothing with it. But I'm willing to take the risk. Do you remember... Uh, most of you I know, so you're going to grab it. When the Lord spoke, and it's on record now, he spoke a lot he, after his resurrection. He spoke a lot, didn't he? Yeah. 
He appeared to 500 people. He appeared to the 12. He appeared to James, his, his brother who was... Um, uh, anyway, you, know, you have the record in the New Testament. Right? Yes. But we have a record of him appearing to his disciples. And we have the record where he tells his disciples, handle me and see, because a ghost or an immaterial spirit. Let me, let, me, let me prove this point. The first man, the first Adam was what? A living what? The last Adam was a is a life-giving spirit. So Christ in his resurrection completely spiritized humanity in himself. Do you understand that? Okay. The point is, he said, handle me and see, because I'm not an immaterial ghost. A ghost does not have flesh and bone as you see me have. Isn't that what he did? So when Thomas was not there, and Thomas was not there, and Thomas said, I will not believe. Well, I don't blame him. He said, I will not believe unless I put my fingers in the, in, in the nails and thrust my hand into his side. Please hit someone and say, you've never heard this before. Would you like to step into this next level where whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell God knoweth. Very important. Because we have no doubt. We all believe in the bodily resurrection. How many believe in the bodily resurrection? So there's no doubt Christ was risen bodily. Okay, so he speaks these words exactly to Thomas. He said, Thomas, come thrust your hand into my side. And put your fingers in the... And be not... Be not what? Thank you. Be not faithless, but what? But believing. Why did he need to tell him the attitude with which he should touch him unless he wanted him to have the confidence that in his humanity he can touch the purity of the resurrected Savior and God would leave in the human race his very evidence of DNA resurrection so that your body will be quickened by the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. My God. Faithless, when you approach and get a hold of this reality of my resurrection, be not faithless, but believing. And in and and so these words imparted the faith that declared the confession, my Lord and my God. Woo! I, 
shout with the victory. Very powerful. Very powerful. Handle me and see they've all done it. But with Thomas and be not faithless or without faith but believing so, so not, not only handle me but handle me believing why is it important because I don't want you to just know I've risen I want you to make a connection so that my resurrection would be seeded in your, in your sermons in your future teachings in your travels when you represent me this first Jesus said this first generation will not be talking about somebody that went away. They'll be talking about someone who's present in them, on them, with them, for them, and through them. His very resurrection life is living inside of them. Glory be to God. This is the way. This is the way for the God-man to reveal himself to men and women. This is the way where Christians who have been talked about and 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 boohooed and told to shut up can rise up and stand with authority and dominion and power and an hour of challenge when the nations are shaking and their turbulence and threats of wars and threats of all kinds of insanity and and and, and hatred and and crime you could stand up and say my savior is not a politician my deliverer is not a program my helper is not a mere man. I've got a connection. I've got I've got a and and he and he will use he will use human beings. He will use programs but he deserves all of the praise. And when I approach him and I don't just say uh, Did you get anything out of that? So is he that is born of the spirit. So is he that is born of the spirit. That which is born of spirit is spirit. (laughs) Thou knowest not whither he cometh from and whither he goeth. If he's really born of the spirit... Thou knowest not, because he's directed, she's directed by the Spirit, this body of believers, 2,000 years. And no demon, no principality, and no power was able to short circuit or stop the power available to the believers of God. And nothing will. Nothing will. Because this is the way. This is the way. This is the way, whithersoever the, the spirit listeth. This is the way. This is the way. Is this is this the way you react to my word? No, Lord, 
I dance at your word. I rejoice at your word. This is the way. I praise when I feel like it and I praise when I don't. I pray when I feel like it and pray when I don't. I study when I feel like it and I study when I don't. Mm. Mm. Should I stop? It's just a fact that which is born of spirit is spirit. And the last Adam or the second Adam was made a life giving spirit. Well, what kind of life? The life. The life. He's the life giving. What kind of life? The life of God. And put on the new man. Which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Glory be to God. As many as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. That which is born of spirit is spirit. You must be born again. Mm. How many are born again? Well, well, my spirit is born again. Oh, be quiet. (laughs) Be quiet. You were seeded, but that seed would not terminate remaining a seed. My God, that seed would grow up. It would be abnormal. For an expectant mother to look at nine months the way she did at two or three. So is the same with the church. It is abnormal for us to be seated with the almighty, incorruptible word of the living God. And 2,000 years later, look like the world. You are more than a conqueror through Christ. This is the way. No, no. This is the way. I don't change his theology. I don't change his word to fit this world. I change this world to fit his word. I don't bow because the system and because the enemies and because because the haters and because whatever tell me to bow to this world system I've already bowed my knees to the father of our Lord Jesus Christ the father of glory hallelujah I'm talking about you you're not going to leave this place fearing a world that you have authority over or a system that you've been given victory over.
This is the way. This is the way. So he touched me Oh he touched me And oh the joy that fills my soul something wonderful happened he touched me and made me hope. <clears throat> this is the way we, we, we watch. The woman with the issue of blood. Remember her? It's great how we, we name them according to what they're not anymore. This is the way. When she heard of Jesus, she heard of the, 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 no man could do these miracles. She said in her heart, if I touch. She didn't sit up in her house. No, both are good. Both are good. But she didn't sit up in her house. It was actually illegal, as you know, for her being in that condition, unclean for her to go in public. But she said, That's Dr. Sumrall. No, isn't that right? She said, If I touch his clothes, I will be made whole. She went after him. You say, well, well Dr. Fisher, all over the place. No, Thomas said. I want to touch him. Jesus said, but do, do not do it unbelieving. When you reach to touch, don't just touch to, to verify I am risen bodily touched to receive the resurrection life that I can give to you don't just touch the hem of my garment and hope something is going to happen know in your body that you're healed of that plague Shout with the victory today. 
right. Isn't that true? So Christ perceived that virtue has gone out of him. And he turned around looking for her that had done this thing. Notice how he's walking in connection with the Lord. And um, this is the way. When you look at a couple of couple other things. How do I know if I'm led by the Spirit? How many would like to know? One of the areas is perception. That your spirit man through prayer perceives. Sometimes you perceive what God is doing. Sometimes you perceive what God is going to do. And you don't know how it's going to happen. Remind me a little bit later to go back to that illustration when I'm giving people an opportunity to sow their seed. Okay? Because this came to me three times tonight. This was something done in the 80s. Like very important for you. Um, But I'll, I'll go this way. Paul. When they were going to get on that ship and go. They're going to run into Euryclide in the storm. Remember that? He perceived. Remember? He had a perception. That this voyage would be. Damaging, And he told the captain all that. They didn't believe him. So one way is perception. Perception is an activity. That is spiritually cultivated by God in you. And you don't know why you know what you know. It's very good. Uh, equipment from God. Isn't that right? It's part of, it's part of our, our new nature. Part of our nature really. You see the same thing when Thomas, I'm sorry, when Philip is ministering in the city of Samaria. And he preached the gospel to them and the people gave heed to him with one accord, both hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. Because many that were sick with the palsy were healed and many that were demon possessed were delivered. Devils came out of many. Isn't that right? And there was a man, a powerful man, a rich man, a wealthy man. And a warlock. Uh, there was a warlock named Simon. Isn't that right? And he also believed and was baptized. Isn't that what the Bible says? According to the irrefutable writings of the book of Acts to Luke, the physician, it says he believed and was baptized. And then when word got to Jerusalem, That in Samaria, the move of God is happening. They needed the apostolic ministry to come and do what we've been doing for 2,000 years. And that is the imposition of hands or the laying on of hands. Are you kidding? Hallelujah. I'm going to stop. Some people are going to get hands laid on you for ordination at the end of this week. Hallelujah. How many are getting impartation ordination? Shout. This is the way. This is the way. We talked about it. Peter comes and you know the story but watch this. When he saw that through the laying on of the apostles hands the Holy Ghost was given. He offered the money saying. 
Give me this power also that, uh, that on whomsoever I lay my hands, they may receive the Holy Ghost. Is that pretty close to the original script? And Peter said, your money perish with you. That word means your, your wealth go to hell with you. That's what it means. No, isn't that right? God is not willing that any should perish, but that what? Okay, so we know what he told them. Your money perish with you. Do you see what I mean? And because I perceive that you're in the gall of bitterness and the bond of iniquity. Notice, he didn't say God told me. He said, I heard your voice and in me I perceived and deduced that you're still hooked up with the old way of wanting God to serve you rather than you serve God. I have ears exercised. I've walked with the master. I've been taught at his feet. My God. Hallelujah. I know the counterfeit from the real. I know fool's gold from pure gold. I know. So I just wanted to get into that area of perception. There's two apostles, key apostles, Paul and Peter. Both of them perceived. Does that make sense? And so they perceived. Of course, later on, the angel of the Lord appears to Paul in the middle of the time when everyone is panicking on the ship. And he tells him, and he he tells them then, there stood by me this night the angel of the Lord. Perception is one way. This is the way you perceive. How do you perceive? Listen to me very carefully. If you perceive where God has planted you, if you perceive who God has sent you to be mentored by. If you perceive what direction God has called you in. If you perceive how to uh, navigate your life in the middle of an ever-changing, faking circumstances in the world. Then go with your divine perception granted to you by God. Are you listening to me? And get your words in line with what the word of God says. So that the sail of the ship of your life will allow the wind of the spirit of God to guide you the right direction. Hallelujah. And navigate. Navigate with the heavenlies to get to the other side. Your destination crossing over. No storm will sink you. No opposition will defeat you. No enemy will overcome you. No power will prevail against you. Hallelujah. 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 Amen and amen. Did you get anything out of that? All right. Can I give you one more? Mm.
I'm, I'm going to just um, go to that third um, antediluvian hero, and and um, we 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 saw Enoch translated. Does that make sense? Went to, went to the other side. This is the way. Amen. And we we saw also we saw before him Abel speak. Does that make sense? Even though he was killed, so being dead yet speaketh. And then we saw Enoch translated. And then we saw um, um, the um, antediluvian Noah. But Noah was moved. It says, by faith Noah being warned. And that's the seventh verse of the 11th chapter of Hebrews. By faith Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet. Moved with fear or reverence. Prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became the heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. Notice the first person given, be attributed with the righteousness, which is by faith or of faith. Isn't that right? Look at that. Is that what it says in your Bible? Is that what it says? Immediately the next verse says, By faith Abram. Or Abraham. So this is very important. Let me tell you why. When the world became that broken before the flood debauchery and just all kinds of things we don't even want to think about in life or in church but the scriptures are very clear had God left it alone there'd be no no human being remaining there'd be no way for God to allow his line to continue and then his word to become or the word to become flesh so it was the love of God for you and I that had to bring the deluge or the judgment on the enemies of God that had filled the earth with violence and the imagination of the thoughts of man's hearts were evil continually up until the flood we're living in a particular way. I, I want you to grab this, hit someone and say, Dr. Harfouge will have a lot of time to elaborate on this. And look at somebody else and say, the man of God is not a one-sermon man. Does that make sense? It's very important because if I, I'm going to drop some, I've already dropped a lot of big things on you and you know don't just leave with that and just wonder about them we'll elaborate we'll have time when when Adam and Eve fell and and God declared some things he declared of course the seed of the woman will come and destroy the head of the serpent we know that but he told Adam the earth will not 
respond to you the way it, it used to. But, but will actually literally be against you. And so you will work and you will sweat with the sweat of your brow. You will eat your bread. Does that make sense? Till you return to the earth from where you came. That was God's word. Now I want you to see this very, 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 very clearly. When Noah's time came and he was moved to build an ark, which is literally like 600, this, the, the capacity of a 600 uh, trailers of a train. In Battles of the Elohim, you will read all of the specificities or specifics about the ark. Does that make sense? People have a little ark with, you know, it's leaking and all that. That's not how it was. How many of us do not have Battles of the Elohim? Our book. You don't have that. How many have it? All right, well, you, you can go there and you can see the, the, all the specifics of the ark. It's very important. After one year and 17 days when the ark landed and Noah came out, the New Testament tells us eight souls were saved and yet by water, kind of a type of the, the, the transitioning into the new life, which is a new world, new kingdom. Where we're praise the Lord in. When Noah built an, uh, an altar and offered an offering, and it said that it was pleasing to God. God declared his blessing over Noah. It's called a covenant. Now, how many believe that the Bible is progressive revelation? So if God makes a covenant, it goes into activity. What did God say? God said, I will never again flood the earth or destroy it by water. But as long as the earth remains, seed time and heart. What? Cold and hot, summer and winter, seed time and harvest. What did he say? He, he just said, you receive, you're an heir of the righteousness which is of faith. And your obedience gave me the opportunity to declare another level of cooperation. That the earth is going to work with you now. And you're going to sow. And it's going to give you a harvest. My God. You're going to sow. And it's going to give you a harvest. You're going to sow. And it's going to give you a harvest. Because. Because. Because we just read it. He became the heir of the righteousness. Which is. By faith. Glory be to God. So he lives a minimum of three to four hundred years after the, the, the flood. As he has lived three hundred and some, four hundred and some years before the flood. Does that make sense? 
But now he landed and God declares a word. And all of a sudden the entire, wherever the spirit directs them to go, if they sow, it didn't matter. We could see it in Abraham. We could see it in Isaac. It didn't matter if it was famine. If he sowed, it's a hundredfold. Why? Because Noah built an ark. When God puts in motion a covenant for your life, the earth has to respond to you in light of what God has declared on gonna stop somebody shout with the victory isn't that right you may be seeing that right Timothy no catch this how many of us will be honest that you thought that with the sweat of your brow, with an antagonistic opposing earth, you had to continue that way because of Adam. How many? Wave at me. And yet it changed because one man's obedience with his family. Had God's declaration of you're, you're the heir of the righteousness, which is a faith. And now here's, here's my promise. I will not flood the earth again. And as long as the earth remain, seed time and harvest. The earth is going to start. You change the whole earth. You didn't only save your family. You gave me an opportunity to bless your labor and reward you according to the righteousness that I imparted to you. Hallelujah. Man, I love that. As, as long as the earth remains. That, that's, we call that the Noahic covenant. And so almost, almost a thousand years later, Abraham came. And God spoke to Abraham after the flood. How many understand that? Almost. Right about there. And God speaks to Abraham to come out of his country. And you know the story. And Abraham is looking for a city that has foundations. He, he goes out not knowing whither he goes. He goes out of familiar territory. He goes out of what he knows. This is the way. And he becomes the one that crossed over. Or as we called it, Hebrewed. And, and, and I believe and that's, what, that's where Abraham the Hebrew came from. And I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure that you get this straight. Wow, it's wonderful. The... Um, the word Hebrew comes from the word abar or ebar, meaning crossed over. The, even the ancestors, uh, the ancestor of Abraham who was called ebar, meant crossed over or from the other side. Both in the Hebrew Bible as well as in the Hebrew Bible translated to some 2200 years ago into Greek before Christ came. And it calls them, it calls them in the Septuagint 
a, uh, tran- uh, translates traveler or transitor. So when the people or, that were dwelling in Canaan came, they came to Abraham the Hebrew because the kings had fought, remember? And we mentioned this previously. And the kings had taken Lot and had taken the family, had taken everything from Sodom and Gomorrah and brought them into captivity. And one of them got away and came, went to Abraham the Hebrew or Abraham the transitor or Abraham that crossed over the Euphrates or Abraham that came from the other side. The same word is used of Joshua leading the children of Israel crossing over the Jordan. Are you listening to me? And wave at me if you'd like to cross over to a better place in your life. Keep waving if you believe that the faith necessary to cross over is distributed abundantly by God to all of us. So that he can manifest in this hour and in this day. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And so all church fathers um, from... Jerome, who, who was very, very meticulous about his Hebrew translations, Theodoret, Origen, Chrysostom, all of them agree with the meaning of that word. Why am I talking about Hebrew? Because this is the way. I can't stay where I'm at and wait for him to touch me. Sometimes that happens. Are you listening? I shouldn't even share this publicly, but I might as well do it because I'm just tired of ignorance trying to rule over the intelligent. Thank you for your enthusiasm. I might lay hands on everybody that wants hands laid on them tonight. Or I might not. I might lay hands on everybody that wants hands laid on them. And share with you two things. Two little things. One, I already did. That's three things. So one of the three things I already did. And it was this. The communication the Lord had with with Thomas. And be not what? But believing. Why is that relevant? Jesus is there. The rest of the apostles are there. They've all had an opportunity to handle him and eat with him. Why would the Lord put that on record? Unless he wants us also to understand that approaching him is approaching him with faith and not with doubt. See, every time we think of the Holy Spirit as just merely a ghost that goosebumps us instead of a life-giving spirit that changes us, we're reducing the power of the divine and elevating the significance of the human. And it should be the other way around. Because if the human was in charge, gravity will keep you here. (laughs) If God's in charge, if God's in charge, ain't no grave going to
gonna hold no Christian down. Isn't that true? So I shared that with you because participation in the divine nature is very important. And being by grace what he is by nature is his will. He did not come to leave us the way we are. He came to supply the change power necessary if we would receive him. So that we can become like him being changed into his image. Well that's crossing over isn't it? That's going to the other side isn't it? That's landing, that's landing on the other side and having a word spoken over the entire planet and having seed. We've ha- we have seed on the ship. We brought seed with us. Glory be to God. Thank you. We brought seed with us. And, 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 and we, we, we stepped into seasons. And we stepped into seasons that have promise from God. Every season has a promise from God. So the, um, t- two weeks ago, right before I was going to minister, I was praying and then studied, prayed, talked to the Lord. The presence of the Lord is all over the room. And then I laid down just to talk to the Lord laying down. Just before God, I perceived that I was kind of going to go up, whether in the body or out of the body. trying to share something with you it has nothing to do with me you know what I did because I got lifted now whether I got lifted on the inside or whether I got lifted on the outside it was the Lord so I turned the switch and I said no you come here So that connection, do you understand what I, what I just, in other words, why do I need to go, why do I need to go up to find out what up has for me? Now, if God would have initiated it without giving me any inward knowledge, it would be a different thing. But nothing I did was resisting what God was doing. So the presence of the Lord instead of taking me up. Moved in on. And filled me with some of the very things. That I'm freely sharing with the body of Christ today. 
Because the world we're living in does not want the church to stand up on the same level that the Lord has called us to stand up in and declare him with the boldness and the victory that he's given to us the ability to declare him with. But I'm not going to hold back on the truth necessary to transform and change believers from living in familiar territories instead of journeying into the realms where the spirit directs you to journey in. So, are you catching this? Now, I'll give you the rewards uh, really simple. How many of you think and believe and have seen over the years, all over the world, the power demonstration in this ministry? How many? How many in Lagos? How many? 11,000 shook and fell all over the place. When we were talking about the glory of God, how many in Cape Town shook and fell under the power of God when I told you to get a hold of a chair, get as close as you can to the ground? How many in our graduations shook and fell entire classes under the power of God? How many got up out of the wheelchair without anybody touching them and wheeled it all over the building? How many blind eyes were open and deaf ears were unstopped? How many were delivered? You've seen the power of God accompany the word of God. God's arm is not short that it cannot deliver. Near is his ear deaf that it cannot hear. But I got to share some things with you. You don't just, you know, get born of God and land where you are. That's why where I am is not my arrival. Where I am is my pursuit. I'm still going up the mountain. Glory be to God. I'm going up higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. That's why when I come to you and declare to you the word of the living God, you haven't been hearing it quite like that all over the place. Should I stop? Should I stop? Dr. Robin won't share this story with you. Because this part of the story is mine. And the other part of the story is hers. And she doesn't like to share it that much anymore. Because of what what it does to people in a good way. Dr. Robin and I, probably in the late 80s. Dr. Sumrall was ministering in Sweden, in, in Norway, I mean in, in Sweden. And uh, we had been in, in uh, crusade and actually in, in campaigns, 50, 50 states or 50 cities, 50 churches, 50 locations a year but we made a space in our itinerary to go to this international conference um, where Dr. Summerall was ministering uh, Dr. Robin and I were there some of you may have heard her story maybe one or two of you that go way back we're, we're in, in the meeting and the translation is going on and you have those things on. 
And um, of course, we, we thankfully we understand English. And Dr. Summer was preaching English and English speakers speaking English. But when, when any uh, Scandinavian language or whatever is being spoken, the translator is translating into English, we're a little slow on the translation. Some of our internationals here would know what I'm talking about. And uh, the Lord spoke to Dr. Robin. Hit someone and said, this is the way. way. Now, Now, Dr. Robin, the Lord spoke to her and said, this man here next to you and doctor and there's about maybe 7,000 people in the meeting and we're up in the front rows with, with um, you know the, the people that are part of that know anyway this man here is a pastor he's here without his wife and um, they're you know, he, t- he tells her the whole thing. I'm not going to. The Lord. Give him your ring and tell him to take it back to his country. She didn't even know where he was from. He, he was from England. We would find out later. And tell him to tell his wife that Jesus loves her. And when she took off her ring and she said, you know, do you speak English? And he said, yes. And she said, look, I don't know you, but the Lord spoke to me. And the Lord said to me that you are here and you're here without your wife. Is that true? He said, yes. And the Lord told me to give you my ring, give you this ring, and uh, that you would give it to your wife and tell her that Jesus loves her. And he began to weep. Because he said, you don't know what this means. And he told her the whole thing about their situation. The church almost fallen apart. Etc, etc. And. Three years later. Or two years later. Whatever. I don't know. It's the same people. I'm invited always on my way to Africa. To stop off in the UK. And in Europe. And do campaigns there. And um, that was the original method of going to Africa um, to our invitations during the early 90s. Are you interested in this? (laughs) So I I ministered in 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 in, um, well the we we first of all we were in a, in a meeting here in America, and this lady runs up to Dr. Robin and she says, "I'm the woman, the pastor's wife. You see, I'm wearing the ring." And she said, "You don't know. We were we our, our church was about to just be split. Our marriage was on the rocks. And when he came home and he told me those words, and we we re." affirmed our commitment together we stood and we fought we whatever 
and she's full of joy and all this. So that, that happened. So when I was traveling, I ministered in a number of the, in Birmingham, in, in, in London, in Liverpool. And then I got invited to a, a town that I can't remember now. But it was that church. Okay. I'm in that church and that is the first time in my ministry. Where I'm in a meeting and all of a sudden I see with an open vision about 50 people huddling. Hit someone. How many of you have seen the huddle? I overtaught you tonight. I saw the huddle. And I saw the power of God hit them. And, bef- and, and, and so you're talking about this is the way. Someone said, where is that in the Bible? The answer is yes. <laughs> and can you believe that? Out of ever- And the first time ever I see it. And I said, and I said all of you there, run in the back and huddle. Get around each other. And and they made this big. And before the ushers could get there. The wind of God just came and slew them all under the power of God. That was the first church. The first time ever. Where this anointing for multiple. Manifestations of the power of God happened. Glory be to God. This is the way. When God starts you off. In something supernatural, you don't decline in it, you grow in it. You grow in it. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! And so at that time, I needed an open vision, I needed to see it with my eyes. Are you listening to me? After that, many, many places where I go, I don't, I don't do it just to do it. I do it because I perceive. And when, when these things happen, like they happen here, don't just think people just fell down. Goiters dissolve. Cancers are eradicated. Diabetes is healed. Etc. 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 Did you get anything out of that? Well, jump up and give God a great shout of victory today. Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today... Connect with us at globalrevival.com and we'll see you next week.